Hello, hello everyone, this week's Parshas Parshas Shemos. Wow, okay, yesterday we took Nevei and took the guys to Bayri. Bayri is the biggest yeshuv down south that was um, hit with the massacre that happened on Simchus And we saw incredible, very emotional, disturbing things. We saw houses blown open, we saw houses burnt, we saw Zaka's numbers on the on the buildings to make sure they went over every house and how they did it in a methodological way that they made sure they could get through every every single building. We went, so we saw the ruins. Um, obviously we didn't see the things that happened there because obviously that's in the past, but it's not in the past. There's so many people still waiting for their loved ones that are held hostage by those subhuman creatures. Anyway, we saw that some guys uh, cleared away some rubble. They found bullet shells on the floor. Why am I saying all this? What was the reason why we went down there? We went down there because it's important to feel, to feel, to feel, to feel meaningful, to feel a connection to our brothers, to our sisters, to the ones who have undergone such terrible tragedies. And that's exactly what I think the, the, the partial opening partial we see Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu. We have to learn about Moshe Rabbeinu. We can't just read... The Torah is not stories. The Torah is direction. What is the first thing? A lot of times we see things, the beginnings of which we find our our avos, our forefathers. We learned about the stories about them and about how they behaved, and we can learn from them for our own lives. And obviously by Moshe Rabbeinu, the, the main character is going to be taking us through the end of the Sefer Torah and Dvarim. What, what is the first thing we see about Moshe Rabbeinu? But before we talk about Moshe Rabbeinu, let's, let's talk first about his parents, Yocheved. Yocheved is the one that's actually Moshe Rabbeinu's um, aunt, besides her being his mother, he's also his aunt because he's Amram's, she's Amram's aunt. Um, Amram went and married his aunt. So we see here about Yocheved. Yocheved is somebody that we call, we see in the Torah called Shifra and Pua. Shifra and Pua, Yochavet and Miriam called Shifra and Pua. Why are they called Shifra and Pua? So Rav Biederman said, Rav Biederman said so beautifully because when you affect another human being, that becomes you. In other words, who are you? You are someone that affects other people. If you're someone selfish for yourself and you're doing for yourself, you're making money for yourself, you're doing only for yourself, then you're not really fulfilling who you're supposed to be. If you're helping others and you're helping, you're sensitive to the way other people feel. Shifra and Pua, did they get the name Shifra and Pua from? Shifra got the name Shifra because she's constantly beautifying the child and helping the child. Making Lush and Shapir, making beautiful. Um, Pua is because the, the the I think it was Miriam who was Pua, Pua uh, pooed to the baby, meaning calm the baby down, soothe the baby with her voice. Always helping others. And we see that with our, with Moshe Rabbeinu as well. The first words we see about Moshe Rabbeinu is, What do we see about Moshe Rabbeinu? He grew up. What is the first thing we see? First quality? He went to his brothers. And he saw their pain and suffering. He goes and sees them. Okay, we all know the story. And he goes and saves them. But the first thing, first actual quality we see about Moshe Rabbeinu is that he sees the sorrow of his fellow brother. He sees how they're suffering. That is the quality of a leader. That is the quality of a Jew. Yesterday we were by um, one of the places we visited. We went down to the south. We visited an army base. And there were, were soldiers. Soldiers dancing with us. It was beautiful. You can see my status. The other videos on the chat, the Nevei Alumni chat. Very beautiful. What, one of the 
people there, one of the soldiers, he gave up and gave the Dvar Torah. He wasn't wearing a yarmulke, but he gave the Dvar Torah. He said, this is Parsha, everybody, Parsha Shemos, when we see a burning bush. Why is it a burning bush? What's, what's, what's the deal with the burning bush? Einenu ukal, it does not get destroyed. It's burning, but it's not destroyed. It's the same thing the Jewish people. We got hit, we're burning, but we're not going to be destroyed. With Hashem's help, we have leaders, leaders that lead us. We all, are, we all are leaders to a certain extent. We all leaders for ourselves. We first and foremost have to work on ourselves to see the pain and suffering of, of another Jewish person. You know, we we see these people there used to be anti-religious. They're becoming a little bit more softened up. We had one person giving us the Torah Beiri. We encouraged him to say Kaddish and say a parak of Tehillim for his brother that was killed in the attack. He's becoming... Something started. Something started with our brothers down south to open up to see that we're not so bad. We're seeing that we're becoming closer to them. We brought down Chesed. We brought, we're bringing Chesed. We're bringing beautiful things to them. They're saying, God is saying, tell them, there's, there's a little bit of coming closer one side to the other side. We're each seeing each other's side. We're each, seeing, we're each becoming closer to each other. And that's the Achtas that's beginning to happen. Let's keep that strong. Let's make that stronger in each individual for themselves and for our own selves and our own families and to reach out to the others that are not like us. But we want them to become close. We want, we're all one family. We're all one family. Shem's help, we should be to see each other's plight, see each other's pain, and seek to soothe their pain. And with that, we'll see Moshe Sakina very soon, Mr. Shem. Have a good job.